In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. A leper came to Jesus and pleaded on his knees. If you want to, he said, you can cure me. Feeling sorry for him, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him. Of course I want to, he said, be cured. And the leprosy left him at once and he was cured. Jesus immediately sent him away and sternly ordered him, Mind you say nothing to anyone, but go and show yourself to the priests and make the offering for your healing prescribed by Moses as evidence of your recovery. The man went away but then started talking about it freely and telling the story everywhere so that Jesus could no longer go openly into any town but had to stay outside in places where nobody lived. Even so, people from all around would come to him. The Gospel of the Lord Our Christmas liturgy, interestingly, speaks of the greatest and most wondrous exchange. It is certainly not referring to the massive discounts, bargains and offers at commercial outlets as people go about their frenzied Christmas shopping. Rather, it speaks of the divine exchange that takes place on Christmas Day. The Incarnation, the Eternal Logos, the Divine Word, the second person of the Trinity, took our humanity in exchange for the gift of divinity. Certainly an unfair exchange. That's the reason why we speak of its wondrous nature. In exchange for the gift of eternal life, all that we need to offer the Lord, which the Blessed Virgin Mary did at the Annunciation, is our weak and suffering-prone human flesh and frail and fragile mortal lives. This is what we witness in today's Gospel story. The leper and outcast, having to stay in isolated places, came into the city, met the Lord. The Lord who resided in the city because of his encounter with the leper ended up in isolated places. Our Lord trades places with a leper. Leprosy in Jesus' time was not just a despicable, virulent disease, but also carried along with it the worst of religious and social stigmas. Lepers were treated as if they were living dead men, corpses, in Israel, they were barred from the city of Jerusalem altogether and all walled cities. But this leper came to the Lord through the crowd. He violated all necessary standards of exclusion in his desperation. He literally flattened himself in humble adoration before the one who, though he was divine, humbled himself to assume our humanity. Unlike so many who possess a delusional sense of entitlement, this man understood he could make no just claim on God or his Christ. He understood that God owed him nothing. Rather than make demands of Jesus, the man offers a humble request, if you want to. The man's plight triggered the Lord's compassion. 
Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and then said to him, Of course I want to. Be cured. Now in the book of Leviticus, there's a law forbidding anyone to touch a leper. But the Lord couldn't be defiled by anyone. He's the sinless and pure one. He is God. And anything which God touches is made whole and pure again. After healing the man, our Lord gives him some specific instruction. He sternly warned him. It was not a suggestion that he should not speak of this to anyone except to go and show himself to the priest as prescribed by the law. But the Lord was not just concerned about fulfilling the prescriptions of the law. This would be a form of testimony to the priest. He wants the priest to witness his authority and power, the very priest who felt threatened by his authority and had rejected it. But a cured leper disobeyed these commandments and instead went around to spread the news. His disobedience eliminated the opportunity for the needed testimony to the priest, which is what the Lord wanted him to do. Secondly, the man's disobedience in spreading this everywhere had a negative effect on even what Jesus was able to do. It says in verse 45, Jesus could no longer go openly into any town, but had to stay outside in places where nobody lived. Even so, people from all around would come to him. In an ironical twist to the story, Jesus trades places with the leper. The social outcast is reconciled with the community, and the very hero featured by the community now becomes an outcast through his own choosing. Our Lord did not only trade places with us at the Incarnation, He did it too on the cross. We are the spiritual lepers who live in alienation and isolation from God. Leprosy is a picture of sin, but something happens when we encounter the Lord. In meeting Him, we are reconciled with God and brought into His presence in the Kingdom. But the only way we could ever be taken from our isolation and brought into the presence of God was if he left the presence of God and went himself into isolation. Our Lord exchanged places with us. He traded places with us. He took our sin and our punishment. He became an outcast. He was forsaken for our sake in order that we might be received, accepted, cured, and made into sons and daughters of the Almighty God. Our Lord traded places with us sinners. Let us never cease to be grateful for this great gift, this great exchange and commerce, knowing that we are always undeserving. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.